Why do doctors actually need malpractice insurance? And what does it even cover? Healthcare providers need malpractice insurance to protect them in the event of medical negligence. But this insurance policy is more robust than most doctors realize. Beyond simply paying for claims and compensating injured patients, your medical malpractice insurance policy actually provides defense and reimbursement for a number of other things. Let's dive into this topic more together. Stay tuned. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you joined us today. All right, let's jump in. So what exactly is medical malpractice? Well, medical malpractice is professional negligence by a healthcare provider that deviates from the accepted standard of care resulting in harm. Medical professional liability insurance, also known as medical malpractice insurance or MedMal insurance, provides coverage to physicians, surgeons, and other healthcare professionals for the liability that arises from a medical malpractice claim. In simple terms, it protects doctors and healthcare providers against claims filed by patients or their families who sue them, alleging harm by their negligent or harmful treatment. Healthcare professionals are not expected to be perfect. None of us are. They are, however, required to meet the appropriate standard of care, which is what a reasonably competent and skilled provider with a similar background and training would have done in the same situation. In order to prove that the standard of care was or was not met, attorneys on both sides may bring in an expert witness to testify. If, for example, a plastic surgeon's actions are being questioned, another plastic surgeon or a specialist in the given field may testify to show that the doctor failed to do something that he should have done or did something that he should not have done. Okay, so now we have a basic understanding of what malpractice is. So what does a patient need to prove in order to win a malpractice case against a doctor? Well, a plaintiff alleging medical malpractice must prove the following. First, that a duty of care was owed by the healthcare provider to the patient. Second, that the duty was breached or the standard of care was not met. Third, they must prove that the breach caused the injury in question. And fourth, that the injury resulted in damages. The burden of proof lies with the plaintiff in a malpractice lawsuit, and all four elements must be proven for a case to win at trial. Causation is arguably the most critical part of establishing proof in a medical malpractice lawsuit. While there may be injuries, if the injuries cannot be directly linked to the healthcare provider's action or lack of action, then there is no case. But if all four elements are proven and the jury finds in favor of the plaintiff, then payment is made to indemnify the patient for their losses. There are two types of damages that a patient may seek to recover from you in a medical malpractice lawsuit, compensatory and punitive damages. Let's take a look at compensatory damages first. Compensatory damages can be either economic or non-economic. 
Economic damages are awarded as compensation for monetary losses and expenses, which the patient has incurred or is reasonably likely to incur in the future because of the healthcare provider's negligence. These include loss of income, medical expenses, and the cost of future medical care. These are the most common types of damages that a patient will look to recover in a malpractice claim. Non-economic damages include pain and suffering, scarring, humiliation, permanent loss of an organ or a limb, or reduced enjoyment of life. Both of these categories of compensatory damages are covered by your malpractice insurance policy. But now let's look at the other type of damages, which are punitive. Punitive damages are only awarded if the conduct of the healthcare provider is found to be willful and reckless, meaning that you intended to cause harm to the patient. Punitive damages are in excess of those required to compensate the patient for the wrongdoing, and they are imposed in order to punish the defendant. So for this reason, punitive damages are not covered by your malpractice insurance policy. But beyond the actual cost of losses against you, malpractice cases will incur additional expenses, which are those required to handle the case. The average malpractice lawsuit will incur $25,000 to $50,000 in defense costs. Sometimes that number will be even higher, especially for cases that are very complex or may take many years to resolve. It's not uncommon to see defense costs of $100,000 or more. It is the insurance company's responsibility to pay for your legal fees within the policy limits and the parameters that they have provided. All right, now let's take this conversation one step further beyond the issue of an actual malpractice action against a provider and let's see what else your malpractice insurance pays for. Here are four additional things that your malpractice insurance policy likely covers and one thing that it doesn't. The first thing that your malpractice insurance policy also covered is compensation for your time out of office. For a doctor, time is money. And if you have to be away from work to give a deposition or sit in court, your malpractice insurance policy likely offers compensation to pay you for the time you've missed. Be sure to talk to your claim manager if you're involved in a case to see if you can be reimbursed for the time that you're required to be away. The second thing that your malpractice insurance policy likely covers is defense of your medical license. If there is board action against you or your medical license is being challenged, your malpractice insurance carrier should provide you with an attorney and pay for the defense of your license up to a certain amount. This coverage is generally not unlimited, but you likely do have a sublimit of around $25,000 to cover the legal fees related to defending your license. If you're involved in any board actions or sanctions, be sure to engage with your carrier to take advantage of any services that they can offer you. The third thing that your malpractice insurance policy likely covers is cyber liability claims. Healthcare is one of the biggest targets for cyber crimes, and we've all heard the horror stories about hospital servers being hacked, data leaks, and patients' private medical information being held for ransom. If a practice experiences a security breach, cyber liability coverage can help to remedy the situation. Many malpractice insurance policies now include a small amount of cyber coverage, usually around $50,000, with the option to buy higher limits if needed. 
The fourth thing that your malpractice insurance policy likely provides is defense for claims brought by a government entity or commercial payer alleging billing errors. Many malpractice insurance carriers now provide a limited amount of coverage to pay for regulatory fines and penalties in the event that your practice makes a coding mistake or a billing error. They may also provide coverage for violations of the EMTALA, HIPAA, and Stark Act, so make sure you ask your carrier if any of these items are included in your policy today. So we've talked about the big ticket items that are included in your malpractice insurance coverage and a few of the lesser known things that may also be a part of your policy. But before we wrap up today, I want to mention one last thing that is typically not covered. There is generally no coverage for sexual misconduct issues. Although you may get a limited defense, your malpractice insurance policy will not pay for claims in this category. This has been upheld time and again in the courts. Bottom line, malpractice insurance does not pay for sexual abuse by a healthcare provider. The fundamental purpose of malpractice insurance is to help healthcare providers pay for attorney fees, expert witness costs, legal fees, settlements, and indemnity payments related to medical negligence. In most states, it is mandatory for doctors to carry malpractice insurance. Furthermore, many hospitals will require it in order for you to have privileges at their facilities. It's also common for healthcare insurance plans to require any doctor who participates in their program to have malpractice insurance. For these reasons, it's wise to carry malpractice insurance, whether it's required of you or not. If you have any questions on this topic or you want to make sure that you're covered appropriately, click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us via phone, email, or chat today. And if you're listening, please visit us online at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. And don't forget that we have our mailbag link that is now live on our website. So if you have a question that you'd like me to answer here on the podcast, check out the link below where you can drop us a line and ask your question or schedule a quick 10-minute phone call for a personal consultation to discuss your unique insurance needs. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.